Kara's at the door. Do not let him in. Look, it's fine. It's fine. Let's just help them and then they'll be on their way. Hell is where the home is, which was actually released in 2018. And it's only as of this year. In fact, this very month has the film actually been released on DVD. So it actually got released officially in 2020 on disc. And with a title like Hell is where the home is, it's a bit of a mouthful. I feel like I should say it like Hell is where the home is. Just to give it more of a creepy vibe, but if you've never heard of this particular film or this title, I have a really good reason as to why you've never heard of it. In the US, when it was originally uh, released at film festivals and uh, limited screenings and cinemas, it was originally titled Trespassers. For whatever reason, it's come into Australia and it's been re-released with the new title. But regardless of the film's title, uh, you know, once I saw the film's poster and read the synopsis, I was a little curious to see this film. Uh, I was actually hoping it would be something a little bit fresh and new, something that goes in a different direction to the standard, you know, stranger invasion or stranger home invasion type films. Uh, so I was very curious to see it. Not only that, this film's actually been released or distributed uh, within Australia by an Australian company. So without further ado, I'm going to explain the plot of this film. This particular podcast will not contain spoilers other than the general gist of the plot. And I'm actually going to be tricky and read this directly off IMBD. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you like a bit of a narration voiceover as well. So the source of this paragraph is not my own words, but IMBD. Are you ready? Strap in. Don't have a car accident when I read this. Three, two, one. Two dysfunctional couples rent a modern, luxurious desert home for the weekend, hoping to sort out their messed up lives. Just as they're about to settle in for a fun night, a neighbor turns up at their front door, saying she has car trouble. Dun dun dun! And that's when the murderous troubles really start. Because without knowing it, the four friends have landed slap bang in the wrong violent place at precisely the wrong bloody time. Hopefully your nerves of steel will hold for one of the most stylish, atmospheric and terror-filled home invasion horrors of all time. And I'm back to normal. So that is actually the synopsis of the film if you look it up on IMBD. So based on that, I was like, cool, I'm curious to check it out. So as I said in the synopsis, you've got two different dysfunctional couples. Now, as far as age is concerned, these guys would have to be like young adults. They basically rock up to this apartment. They're escaping a few little problems and issues. The film generally gives like a few little hints to this. But of course, how these guys escape is the typical cliche horror film way, and that's simply by drinking, that's simply by doing drugs, and naturally the couples are getting it on in other rooms, etc. And the most disappointing element to this film is that, you know, in regards to its setup with these four characters, these four young adults, I don't like any of them. I know, that's really hurtful and really, really harsh. But when it comes to horror films, there's usually at least one person that stands out from the crowd, one person who you generally want to support or cheer on. If there's more than one person, then that's even better. Makes the film even more enticing. And obviously, as an audience, you'll cheer more than one person on. But 
within a matter of minutes, I didn't like any of these characters. They are all too cliche. They're quite nasty. They're quite hurtful. They're also quite over the top and downright silly. Uh, there is no particular leading character as for say, but I generally didn't like any of them. I'll get it right off my chest. And of course, as the film goes on, as I mentioned, there is a knock on the door. There is a stranger who claims that she's experiencing car trouble and the stranger would like to come inside, use the phone, yada, yada, yada. And I'm not going to spoil anything from there, but there are so many consequences in this particular situation that no person would ever do. But of course, you know, this particular film is going right down the cliche path and naturally these four young adults continually make bad decisions, bad choices, and naturally it leads to disastrous consequences and it also leads to a home invasion as the plot goes on. The interesting thing with this film is the duration's about maybe an hour and a half. The actual uh, torture, violence, goriness the real film really doesn't kick in until give or take about 40 minutes to 60 minutes duration which is a quite a long time when you're waiting for this film to really go up in gear but once the film really does go up in a gear uh you know it, it definitely earns its r18 plus rating there's definitely a lot of gore and there's some blood for those that are interested as they use the term torture porn it's not actual porn but torture porn which means a lot of blood and guts if you love that then you'll generally enjoy the third part of this particular film but even when it goes up a gear the film tries to bring in some plot twists it tries to bring in some exciting secretive elements to the film but in the third act i can't believe i'm going to say this i actually found it a little confusing uh in regards to its plot I even rewound the film just that little bit and rewatched it, but there's definitely gaps in regards to the plot. And I think the reason why there's a few gaps is the way this film is actually shot and directed and the way it's actually been explained. It definitely has gaps and it's quite disappointing because when plot twists come into effect, I should be shocked in awe but instead I found myself frowning trying to work out all the elements and so I've watched this film based on what I think is going on not so much carrying a lot of confidence as to what maybe the director or the writer of this film would have intended and I think that's a bit of a disappointment when I watch a film like this because it's all been shot at one location there's obviously very little cast members here so there's really some great opportunity to bring some really cool horror elements and obviously there's an opportunity to try and bring something uh, that many horror fans haven't seen before and it is slightly disappointing to see down this particular track of going through the normal typical character cliches going for a bit of gore and a lot of the gore that's in this film you know a lot of it is accidental or there are certain outcomes that occur by fluke it doesn't actually give any sort of you know depth or substance to try and be clever and creative uh, as a horror or a thriller film and unfortunately this just feels quite the norm it doesn't feel anything particularly new and fresh but as far as some of the positives are concerned because i'm not on this podcast to be completely ruthless and negative i do like the film's premise i do like the film's concept and i do like how the film has tried to sneak in a bit of a twist and a bit of a mystery in there so i can give it a bit of credit and i can give it a few little pluses but as far as this particular film is concerned uh hell where the home is at 2018 i'm gonna give it a review score of 2.4 uh, out of 10 which is quite unfortunate uh for a film which has been released by an australian distributor but for those that listen to my podcast and follow my review pages, you'll know straight up that I'm a man who cannot tell a lie.
But until next time, I'm Peter Walkden, and today you've experienced the Walkden Zone. That's right, like Top Gun Danger Zone. That's right, the Walkden Zone. I mean, don't judge me. Finding a podcast name's not easy, people. And if you are listening to this podcast, I'd like to personally say thank you for listening. And if you're listening to this podcast while you're driving, please drive safely. We'd like to keep you around as long as possible. This podcast has been brought to you by Walkden Entertainment, which can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd. To be kept up to date with further podcasts, please hit that subscribe button. And until then, see you next time. Just kidding, I actually haven't gone yet. Can you believe that they're talking about remaking Jaws? Jaws, can you believe that? One of the coolest films on planet Earth and they're talking about a remake. Uh, Okay, I'm really going now.